Hey guys, welcome to the Babbling Pastor Podcast. I am Michael, and this is Rob. Okay, I was wondering how you were going to spend that. I didn't know if you were going to go Roberto or you're going to go some Italian. I don't know, but Rob's good. I like that. I like that. No, yeah, Keep... I I just made that up actually. <laughs> you just made your whole name up. Okay, so uh, this uh, this sort of series episodes that we're doing are just one big one. If you're watching this at the very end where this just premieres, but if you're watching a little little clips here what we're gonna be talking about this time around is um passing uh, i think the wording you used was passing the baton onto the next generation as far as faith and whatnot it's very mike todd of you by the way to use that terminology <laughs> passing the baton on how do you feel about that well between you and mike oh i'm i just i feel like now that you've said that i'm i'm gonna be a success I um, yes with uh with crazy because faith. I was getting ready to say because of my crazy faith <laughs> okay in uh, myself you know yeah no, let's not pretend like that was crazy faith in God but now hey before we get any further into it I I am doing my next one is on Stephen Furtick and he had a book called uh, Sun Stand Still and it's also very similar to Crazy Faith in regards to that like so it's, it's it's interesting that like sort of the parallels between the two of them but anyway between crazy faith and sun stand still faith i think you're where you're going to be able to pass that baton on right so to the next generation so <laughs> as we get into it um we're not just talking about like specifically passing the baton on in regards to pastoral leadership though we will get to that I like what you were talking about before we pushed record, which is this is just in general. This is passing faith on to your kids or passing faith on through the church or um, and then obviously pastoral ministry as well. So uh, where do you want to start on that? Because I think obviously this is a huge topic and we're going to have to break it down into little chunks. And each of these chunks is going to be a little bit different in application. I mean, obviously, the way you pass down um you know, pastoral leadership doesn't it's not the same way you would you know pass down faith in in your children and whatnot so yeah well i mean i think the the principle the principle begins uh because uh god has his own children and um and he he has given us his word as just a, a brief example right um, this is, this is a way that he is passing himself to us, revealing who he is to us in the first place. Um, so, I mean, you could go there. You could also, uh, point to begin to point to what you were alluding to, which is that, um, Deuteronomy six is kind of the classic text for that, right? Where, where, um, God is calling, um, the, uh, basically parents to, train up their children in the way that they should go according to the scriptures, right? Um, raising them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord um, and uh, passing the um, baton uh, of, of, of him, uh, passing him essentially uh, along to the next generation. And, and all throughout you see um, uh, Israel, I was just reading, I forget where I was reading. I'm reading in so many places at once. Uh, it's a problem, but, <clears throat> um, but I was reading just the other day and, uh, um, <laughs> they, um, oh, it was in Joshua. Um, and, and they were crossing over the Jordan on dry land. Right. And, um, as they crossed over the Jordan on dry land, uh, he has them, uh, God has them put the, the 12 stones, 
right? The 12 big stones up as a, as a remembrance. And specifically, it says that the purpose of this is so that when your children ask in ages to come, pretty much, right? Um, hey, what are these stones all about? You know, it, it's a reminder of, of me. And so I, it really begins there. It begins, it, I think we begin this, this kind of uh, subject or journey by just acknowledging that this is simply how God has created things. Um, uh, because there are new humans <laughs> arriving, um, uh, they have to learn how to um, do everything right? We're potty training. <laughs> We're That's teaching a fun them. time. Yeah. 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 I, well, it's been a while. So, I mean, I don't, I don't remember much about all of those things, you, except you, it's over. And you I'm don't, you don't remember over. the times where there's a small child yelling from the bathroom, somebody wipe my butt. You don't remember that conversation, <laughs> those moments of um, trauma for you? <laughs> um, I, it, it, no, I, maybe, okay. maybe I just blocked it out, you know, maybe that's what happened. That okay. could be so, uh, so let's... every every I, I actually my my lack of memory of that is giving lots of young people hope right now. So, yeah, they're like, um, oh, I don't have yeah. to remember this. So someday, <laughs> someday it will be so far away that I won't even remember it. Praise God. Um, <laughs> it's, it reminds me of that country song. Uh, You're going to miss this. You're going to want this. So, <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's start there. I like, I like starting there. So let's start with, you know, the, the passing on thing. So I think that's important that, that passage that you're talking about in regards to, um, laying up the stones, like obviously not in the same way, much more in a figurative sense, but this idea of, of, of having moments where your kids ha having something that will have it to where your kids will ask, Hey, what does this mean? Or what is this thing that happened? And you're able to look back and pass it on. And I think that, that, that goes back to a number of different things. I know we've talked about it on the podcast before where we've talked about, you know, making sure, you know, your kids know your testimony or they know that, you know, dad or mom wasn't always like this. And, you know, there was a moment in your life where, you know, it changed. And um, those are those sort of figurative things. And if you don't have those, right, so there's a reason that God said, hey, put these stones up so when, you know, they do ask, you'll be able to tell them because history is typically lost to younger generations unless just purposefully passed on. I mean, there's a lot of cultures that are very purposeful in reminding the younger generation of things that they weren't there for, for the purpose of preserving that culture and um, sort of the ongoing, um, just the richness and understanding of what's come before them and the treasuring of that. And if you don't have that, um, you don't really have roots and then you just do whatever you want to do and you don't learn from the past. And so let's talk about that. Like what are, I guess some things, I'm going to pick your brain as a pastor for a second. <laughs> so as a pastor, what are some of those things you would encourage your congregation typically to do? Maybe just to, through your preaching to, to, to have those moments, right? Because I mean, if we're going to, uh, if we're saying, hey, you need to disciple up your kids, you need to teach your kids mm -hmm. so well, what would be those moments where you'd be like, all right, so maybe like in your life, build in sort of this repetition in order to facilitate that perhaps? Hmm. That's actually really uh, easy. Uh, answer and and it's because we talk about it a lot around here and that's family worship <laughs> um uh, the go. the most the most um regular repetitious thing that any dad can do to lead his family spiritually or single mom or how, however life has worked that out at the moment right for you um the, the the best thing that you can do is um family worship 
Um, and I think that that's intimidating to a lot of people, which is a hindrance. Um, because honestly, we live in an well, age where a lot of people don't even really understand how to do personal devotions yeah. very well. And so when you think about, oh my gosh, leading other people, even if it's just your your family, that's really intimidating. Um, but, but that's, that's the first and form, like that's the number one answer. So unpack right that for a second though, because there's some people that are probably from tradition. I mean, when we grew up, I don't know if we necessarily heard that terminology a lot. So unpack that mm -hmm. for somebody to real quick, real short sort of explanation. What even is that if they don't know what that is? Yeah. Um, so, uh, family worship is, uh, it might seem more familiar if I use terms like family devotions okay, yeah, or family Bible reading or something like that. But the reason that I use that, that terminology intentionally is because that's really what it is. Um, you, you, in, in, in the instance I'm talking about, you are leading your family in a, a worship service for lack of a, I mean, at, at, at the, the foundation of that, that's what's happening. Um, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be formal, right? It's not like you have to, uh, dress up and, and, you know, like, you uh, come in in a clerical it, it, robe at like seven o'clock at right. night. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone take your robe. seats. Yeah. And, and recite the sparkle, whatever it is. Um, the <laughs> sparkle creed. He's talking about the sparkle yeah. creed. Everyone gets it. Yeah. The, satanic sparkle creed um uh, and uh, so it it it's not like it has to be that formal it can be whatever fits your family the best right um and and i think a couple of things that really work against uh modern families today is um uh, first of all what we just mentioned, and that's that a lot of people don't really even know how to do their own devotions. Um, and that includes the, 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 the men of the home who should, who have this responsibility, um, which is really not a good thing, <laughs> right? Like you, you do have to understand, uh, what it means to, to have your own time with God and how important that is. And if you're not doing that, then you're not going to have very, your children could maybe lead you at some point in family worship. Um, I mean, it's really not, uh, you're not in a place that, you know, uh, that doesn't abdicate the responsibility though. And that's the problem, right? The scriptures clearly put the responsibility of, of leading your family spiritually on you men. Um, and so, uh, that, that means that, uh, if you're clueless today about all of this, it means that that um, it just, you know, Google it today and then tomorrow morning or tonight or at lunch today or whatever, um, get your get your Bible on your phone and spend some time in the word and pray. <laughs> and it really isn't isn't uh, rocket science. I mean, no, it's yeah. really not as intimidating as it, as it is so often to us. Yeah. Um, and then family worship really isn't any different. We We actually had a. Um, we talked about worship in general in Sunday school here um, a while uh, for for like 12 weeks or something um, uh, not too long ago. And uh, one of those weeks was family worship. It was all it was all about that. And um, the, I just I brought in several different little books and stuff that 
to, to use as examples um, for that. And I know we have one of our elders does, uh, he just reads a chapter out of the Bible and then praise like it's it's not like he comes up with a sermon or <laughs> um or or gets a, a guitar and and um sings Leads it songs, out yeah uh, you know first playing um, hill song yeah um <laughs> yeah so we would have uh just maybe this should be a course maybe there should be a course uh, <laughs> there you go see you're or, like or i don't know short a short bulleted list of what not to do. Um, See, but... it sounds simple until I start throwing some wrenches <laughs> into your situation. And they're like, ah, no, it's not what I meant. Yeah. But, you know, if, if I think we get intimidated because um, we, we think that, uh, that by leading family worship, we have to have all the answers just in case. Like we should be some sort of authoritative something or other on the bible like a bible scholar of some sort um like i should probably know what the greek word behind this is before i but that's that's not the case i mean at the end of the day all you're doing you're doing the exact same thing as when you say hey son don't do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all you're doing mm -hmm. it really is all that you're doing so well i think part um, of that is um the 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 good part of that is uh in not knowing it all is that you learn not only do you learn together but they can watch you learn it too like so as you're doing it be like hey i don't know i gotta look that up and then even maybe walking them through the process of of that yeah yeah and um so i there's a if if this is if this is something that like you're listening to this and you're going you know what yeah i know you're right but uh there's a there's actually a book that is uh that i would um I would suggest right now um, that I think is is one of the best things that I've found, period, when it comes to family worship stuff, especially when it comes to getting your feet wet with it. Um, and it's called Family Worship Bible Guide. That's the name of the book. It's um, it, pretty um, self-explanatory title. Yeah. Joel Beakey, I think, is the, the actual author. Um, all it is. Uh, I don't have a copy right here. I would show you because I gave it away uh, this past week, actually, to somebody who who was who used it. Um, and uh, so it all all it is is every every single chapter in the Bible of every book of the Bible. There's uh, like a short paragraph or two that are kind of bullet pointed talking points from every single chapter in the Bible. Um, so there's a little short paragraph with like a question, a thought provoking question or a discussion question kind of a thing at the end of that. Um, and there might be uh, one of those. There might be up to like three of those for each chapter in all of the Bible. And so it can't get more basic and helpful than that as far as it would be nothing for you as a um, the 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 parent leading this to read a chapter in the Bible and then read that paragraph. And there's your discussion, you know, you know, it's all I mean? laid out for you. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 
so so it starts there so that's good right so the idea is saying starting at home what's that look like to pass it on um and then i think we move into um and maybe tell me maybe if you your your mind goes in a different direction but for me it, i think it goes into a very much of like a titus 2 sort of idea this idea of all right so we're we're obviously the family is doing this then obviously if we move up to the next level of the church and church interaction and all of that we have very much of a, a sort of a titus 2 sort of structure set up. So now you have uh, older women teaching younger women, older men being examples for younger men. And those relationships not necessarily being family relationships, but just uh, Mm. church, I mean, church family relationships. So now you have maybe those that don't have that home structure, you now that are in church or have never seen that sort of structure before that are in church that are uh, maybe new Christians um, or just just, you know, Christians in general that need discipled, um, you have that structure set up that Paul gives Titus rather, where he's like, all right, so this is what it looks like. This is why it's here. And the whole purpose, I mean, we won't get into Titus too, uh, but you can go read it. And the idea of, of, of them saying the reason that this is set up in such a way is so that the gospel isn't reviled so that Christ is exalted. Right. So you have older women teaching the younger women, Hey, (laughs) I've done this before. You don't want to do this. Um, or the older men, you know, telling the younger men about self-control and the importance of that and what that looks like and the implications of that. And then you have sort of the, the for lack of a better term, I'm going to laugh every time I say it, but the battalion, the baton being passed on in regards to uh, life experiences and, you know, living that out and what that looks like to be, you know, yeah. be changed by the gospel. And I think that's just a really neglected, it's really short. It's a very short chapter amongst all of all of this it's so short but it's very much applicable to say like hey do you want you know what does it look like for the church to come around one side of one another uh to lead one another uh in very specific areas of their life